0: I am looking at a story that has just moved on TheFederalist.com. The House Oversight Committee has obtained financial documents outlining monthly transfers from Hunter Biden to his father, President Joe Biden. Yeah, pretty much. On Monday, GOP House Oversight Chairman James Comer of Kentucky announced the discovery of subpoenaed bank records revealing monthly payments of $1,380 directly to Joe Biden from Owasco PC. That is a corporate enterprise, one of like two dozen shell companies owned by Hunter Biden. Owasco has been documented as receiving payments from Biden. Business Associate, Hunter Biden's business associate, Rob Walker, his company, as well as a deposit from the Chinese energy conglomerate CEFC. Payments from OWASCO to Joe Biden began on September 15th, 2018, according to a copy of the monthly transfer authorization agreement reviewed by the Federalist. While the form does not list an end date, The Daily Mail has reported that additional transfers occurred in October and in November. Okay, so now it's like $1,300, $1,400 for three straight months in 2018. So now I guess the goalposts shall be shifted to what? To just say, oh, but it's only a little bit of money. It's not like a lot of money. Is that where we're going to go now? First it was... That he doesn't even that, that Joe doesn't even talk to Hunter about his business. Then it's that Joe isn't directly involved with Hunter's business. Then it's there's no direct evidence connecting him to the business. Then there's, well, he didn't get any money from Hunter Biden, and now it'll be well, but it's not a lot of money. That's where that, that's the phase we're at now. This is like the, the the stages of grief or something. The documents offer house investigators the latest evidence of direct money transfers to the president from his son who capitalized on the family name in a global influence peddling operation. They also contradict a memo from Hunter Biden's legal team last month featured in the Washington Post. Quote, there was not a single financial transaction between President Biden and his son related to or involving any of Hunter Biden's business ventures or prior private commercial dealings. That was what the lawyer said, Abby Lowell. Now maybe they say this is for the rent. That's what that that's what Hunter was paying Dad for fourteen hundred dollars thirteen eighty a month for three months in rent. Maybe that was the deal. Not sure. Meanwhile, National Review had this story headline: Bank investigator flagged unusual Chinese payments behind forty thousand dollar check to Biden, and raised possibility of influence peddling. So there was a a a money-laundering investigator at a bank who raised concerns about the transfer of funds from China, which ultimately trickled down to Joe Biden in the form of a $40,000 check from his brother, James. Biden received a $40,000 personal check from an account shared by James and James's wife, Sarah. This occurred in 2017, Right. So this is a full year prior to the 1380 monthly payments that Hunter sent to dad. Remember, again, like you always got to keep this keep in mind sort of the environment, the backdrop, right, where we were at that time. Joe Biden was leaving the, the vice presidency ostensibly for retirement. Right. And Hillary Clinton was the heir apparent. She was supposed to be the president. And so Joe was looking to set up his own, you know, post-presidency or vice-presidency uh, kind of speaking gig, sort of like a Clinton global initiative. But much like everything that Joe Biden does, it's not quite as it's not quite as polished. It's not quite as smart, you know, as as the Clinton machine was the Clinton global initiative. It's just it 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 wasn't the same. So he and his family apparently engaged in this uh, a creation of the the 20 something shell companies and you just moved it all you moved all of the money around you would have these meetings and you would sell access and influence and i could make some phone calls for you and that sort of thing and then hillary clinton lost and so now joe is in his retirement hillary is out trump is in and they are engaging in these kinds of you know business meetings and such And but for Hunter Biden leaving the laptop at that PC repair shop, we never would have known about all of the shell companies. We would not have known all of the emails. We would not have been able to trace all of this stuff back. That's the key. The laptop is the key. And so last hour talking about the disinformation stuff, and a lot of that was focused on COVID in 2020 because, you know, obviously COVID erupts and you've got all of the, uh, the misinformation and disinformation, all that. But the apparatus was being constructed after 2016 when Hillary lost. That's what prompted these people to set up. I mean, they called it the Election Integrity Project, and then they renamed it to the Virality Project, which means what? A more expansive look at their, uh, their theater of operations, right? It's not just about election disinformation that would get Donald Trump elected, orange man bad. No, it was also about now COVID, and then it morphed into vaccines, right? All of the, all of the, the, the narratives, quote-unquote, that certain agencies and actors wanted promoted, and those got amplified, and the ones that they wanted shut down, they would lean on the social media companies in order to get them uh, soft-blocked, I think is what they called it, censored. They, they, they targeted people. They targeted organizations, targeted narratives. And one of the things that, remember, they did was what? In the run-up to the 2020 election was the censoring of the Hunter Biden laptop story, which they knew was legit. The intel agencies knew it was legit. They knew it was his laptop. They knew the contents on it were legit. And then they... They run a pre-op, right? They, they do a deal where, remember, the Aspen Institute, they have all of these journalists and social media people and government officials. And they all come together and they do, like, some war game activity, some tabletop exercises, I think they called. And they're like, okay, how would you react if, let's say, just, you know, making up an idea here, just uh, an example, and they literally put it in their in their documents for everybody to kind of role play along Let's just say there's a laptop and it's Hunter Biden's laptop and it's got this stuff on it or whatever. Like, what do you do? They primed them. So this way, when the laptop did emerge in the weeks right before the election, they were able to then implement their strategy. And the strategy was obviously developed over the course of you know the year prior because they knew the laptop was out there. And then you have the 51 intelligence chiefs, they put out their statement, which is the nudge that the social media companies needed and the cover that legacy media outlets used. And all the while, in the years prior, you've got all of these red flags getting tripped in the banking community, right? You got uh, IRS investigators that are like, whoa, 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 what's going on with all this? This has all the earmarks of a money laundering operation. In 2017, there's a $40,000 personal check that went to Joe Biden from his sister-in-law, Sarah. Northern International Capital sent $5 million to a company called Hudson West 3. That's a joint venture established by Hunter Biden as well as his associate, Gongwen Dong. Hunter and and Dong. Hunter and Dong set up this uh, joint venture, Hudson West. Oh, and by the way, Dong is part of the Chinese Energy Consortium, CEFC. On the same day, Hudson West sends a $400,000 check to Awasco, an entity owned and controlled by Hunter. Six days later, Hunter wires $150K to Lionhall Group, a company owned by James and Sarah Biden. Sarah withdraws $50K and then deposits the funds into her and her husband's personal checking account that day. And then couple days later, she writes a check to Joe Biden for 40%, uh, 10% rather, 40K. 10% for the big guy, right? Because it was a $400,000 deal, and he got 10%, 40K. The only reason to run this money through these LLCs like this is to hide it. And unless we had gotten the laptop, we never would have known about all of the accounts and all of the entities and seen all of the transfers, have all of the bank statements. But one unidentified bank investigator noticed it and sent an email months before Joe Biden got his $40,000 check. All right, do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay, so what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply. Camping and hiking supplies, even because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at CarolinaReadiness.com, veteran owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? All right, so the Fed, or sorry, National Review's Brittany Bernstein with the story on a $40,000 payment that went to Joe Biden from his sister-in-law, which actually originated from a, uh, was it, uh, this uh, joint venture established by Hunter Biden, Joe's son, and Hunter Biden's associate, an official with the Chinese energy company CEFC, a guy by the name of Dong. Hunter and Dong uh, enter into this agreement, and uh, they have this partnership, Uh, they get a bunch of money, Four hundred thousand dollars gets sent uh, from their venture to another entity called Owasco, which is controlled by Hunter Biden. Hunter then wires one hundred fifty k of the four hundred k to another company owned by Joe Biden's brother and sister-in-law, Jim and Sarah. And then Sarah draws out fifty k in cash, keeps ten of it, I guess, and then writes a check. Sorry, deposits the money into her personal checking account and then writes a check to Joe Biden for $40,000. An unidentified bank investigator sent an email on June 26, 2018 to colleagues raising concerns about money sent from Hudson West to Owosco, right? the two entities. The email said that the $5 million in funds sent from Northern International Capital to Hudson West were primarily used to fund 16 wire transfers, totaling more than $2.9 million, all to all Right, So you get three different companies, right? Northern International Capital sends $5 million in funds to Hudson West. Hudson West then breaks it up into these 16 different wire transfers, sends them to Owasco. The wires were labeled as management fees and reimbursements. The investigator wrote in the email, quote, we find it unusual that approximately 58% of the funds were transferred to the law firm in a few months and the frequency of payments appear erratic. Right? There, there is a reason why these investigators who spend years and years and years tracking financial fraud, there's a reason why this tripped alerts for them the patterns that they saw in the biden family business which i would point out yet again does not produce anything right they they render no real services they they just have a name and access to power right that's what they're selling that's their business model access and these these foreign entities which almost every single one of their clients were like these uh, uh, tyrannical or oligarchical societies and regimes and uh, and actors. right? They're not doing business with Western democracies. Why are they doing all this business with these people that are all jammed up and trying to skirt sanctions and try to get some preferential treatment on some stuff? Because that's what they're selling. That's their product is the access. And we can fix stuff for you. You've, you've gotten sideways with the United States government on something because, you know, you're kind of criminal. You're kind of tyrannical, whatever. We can fix it. And so these investigators see this pattern. They're like, ah, we know this pattern. This looks like illegal activity. And they start flagging it. See, but now, yeah, no, but it's Joe Biden. You can't do that with old Joe, especially after Joe said that he's going to run for president now. Oh, my gosh. Now this has become a thing. The email also points to news at the time that indicated China was targeting children of politicians. All right, back to this piece at National Review. You have a bank, an unidentified bank investigator who flagged back in 2018, summer of 2018, he flags a bunch of money transfers that were going through various shell companies, basically LLCs, joint ventures and stuff all controlled by a member of the Biden family. Right. One was Jim Biden and his wife, Sarah, Jim is Joe Biden's brother, Hunter Biden, one joint venture that that he controlled alone, Then he had a joint venture with a Chinese energy official. Um, And so the email by this investigator points out not just the, the amount of money that's moving around and he's, he's tracing it back and he's like, whoa, this is like sending lots of red flags because this has all the hallmarks of a money laundering operation. They're trying to hide where the money is coming from and where it is going. And in this internal email, he sends, he he says that um, there were, there were news stories at the time that China was targeting children of politicians and purchasing political influence through quote, sweetheart deals Here's what he said. Quote, specifically, Hunter Biden's one point five billion dollar deal with the Chinese state to establish the private equity firm in which they manage the funds over time and make huge fees. The management company's purpose is to invest in companies that benefit the Chinese government. Thus, the activity on the account appears unusual with no current business purpose And along with the recent negative news, may require reevaluation of blank, that's redacted, relationship with the customer. It appears the activity appears unusual with no current business purpose. What have I been saying? They don't offer a service, they don't produce a good. The Bidens began working with the Chinese energy company, CEFC, when Joe Biden was vice president. Hunter Biden, you'll recall, sent that famous WhatsApp message to the CEFC associate, Raymond Zhao. That was on July 30th, 2017. So 11 months before this bank investigator flagged this stuff. And you'll recall that was the email or the message Where Hunter Biden was like, I'm sitting here with my dad, and we want to understand why the commitment made has not been filled. I'm very concerned. I don't know if that's what he sounds like, actually, but I I imagine that's what he sounds like. I'm very concerned that the chairman has either changed his mind or broken our deal without telling me or that he's aware of the promises and assurances. And then he's like, I promise you I will go to the ends of hell to enact vengeance, right? My ability, he said, my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret. And then, of course, the money goes through. Because Zhao had replied, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. CFC is willing to cooperate with the family. Here, take some of the money. There you go. Go buy yourself some blow and hookers. There you go. Have a good time. Here's a car. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden says he's totally willing to testify to the Republican-led House Oversight Committee any day in December. That, according to his lawyer, Abby Lowell. Okay, how about Christmas? <laughs> oh, oh, you don't want to do that? thing? No. He, but he, here's, here's the deal. He's like, it has to be in public. This was the letter sent to the oversight chairman, James Comer, where Lowell said that the president's son will testify before the panel... Rather than a private deposition. Mm, No, we could do both. How about we do both? Yeah, let's do both. Look, I understand the concern that Lowell raises and Hunter Biden has, obviously, um, in that you go into these depositions and then immediately after the deposition, you get all of the leaks. Right. I understand that concern. Of course, I understood that concern when Adam Schiff was leaking all over the place, when he was making up stuff that, it, you know, oh, we have good information about blah, 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 you know, Donald Trump this and he broke the law of that and all of this stuff. And then, of course, it turns out, no, actually, there never was any evidence and Schiff, under uh, when he was under oath, said there was no evidence. But this is what Schiff would come out after the after the private briefings and the private depositions, he would come out and claim there was. So I totally understand that you go into these private depositions and then the members of Congress can come out and they can leak things, they can say stuff. That's why you do the public one afterwards. So I would say you book the twofer. Do the deposition, and then immediately after, you do the public appearance. And that will help mitigate. right? Because if, the, if members of Congress know that you're going to come and sit in public, then you're going to be able to address whatever leaks... Or whatever kind of narrative spinning that they put out ahead of your public uh, appearance. And maybe they'll be less inclined to lie about stuff. So it just seems to me you agree to do both. Which is what Comer is offering. President Biden's son Hunter Biden told a House panel investigating the Biden, uh, the Biden family business deals. That he will testify in response to a GOP subpoena. But he was like, I only want to do it at a... Uh, at a at a public venue. Oh, hang on a second. I got a I got a tip here. When I was doing my uh, Hunter Biden impression, I was going. I'll only testify at a. Right. this isn't. I don't even know how Hunter Biden sounds. I don't even know what he sounds like. I do think he has a bit of a high pitched voice, though. Maybe not. Anyway, um, Jan says, Pete, you need to sniff a lot more in your impression and cough. You got more sniffing. More coughing because apparently Jan says crack does that to you. That's what he is. That's what he's been told. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. Um, Dennis says, Pete, I think your Hunter voice is quite unique, sort of remnant of a Barney Fife. It's a hit with me. If there's ever a Simpsons-like cartoon sitcom called The Bidens, you are a shoe in Well, thank you, Dennis. I appreciate that. I will put you on my resume. To apply for that, I am kind of curious. Have the Simpsons, have the Simpsons done any kind of Biden tribute, shall we say? Yeah, I don't know. National Review piece by David Zimmerman, um, talking about how Hunter Biden is uh, interested in testifying. Uh, his attorney Abby Lowell said the president's son will testify before the panel. Rather than show up to a private deposition, the correspondence was written in response to the House Republicans subpoenaing Hunter Biden last month for a closed door deposition as part of the GOP's impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Which news today, you heard the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, is uh, he says it looks like there is enough votes to proceed with launching a formal inquiry, which, yes, yes. There's enough votes because there's enough evidence to launch an inquiry. I'm not saying impeach him right away. I'm saying launch the inquiry. That's where you need to go with this. Quote, this is from the lawyer, quote, we have seen you used uh, use closed door sessions to manipulate, even distort the facts and misinform the public. We therefore propose opening the door rather than subscribing to your cloaked one-sided process. Hunter Biden's attorney said that he can appear at the public hearing on December 13th or any other date next month that both parties can agree upon. Comer provided a statement to national review in response to that letter. Here's what Comer said, quote, Hunter Biden is trying to play by his own rules instead of following the rules required of everybody else. Well, duh. I mean, you're not the son of Joe Biden, right? You're not the son of a Biden. uh, And, and, and not play by rules. I mean that's the whole point of being a Biden is that the rules don't apply to you. You can go skinny dipping in front of all of the female secret service agents and stuff. Rules don't apply to you. You can sniff little girls' hair and stuff. Rules don't apply to you, right? You can you can affect certain ethnic uh impressions, mimicking their their uh their accents and such. You can make, you know, crazy racist comments. You can make up stories about your past things you said that you didn't actually say that are actually verifiably said by somebody else you can do all of that and it never it never sticks to you cuz you're a biden in this case he's a son of a biden so why would he think the rules apply to him they haven't up until now comer said it's not going to stand Our lawfully issued subpoena to Hunter Biden requires him to appear for a deposition on December 13th. We expect full cooperation with our subpoena for a deposition, but also agree that Hunter Biden should have the opportunity to testify in a public setting at a future date. One of Hunter Biden's business associates, Rob Walker, as well as Hunter Biden's uncle, Joe Biden's brother, James, they were also subpoenaed for uh, depositions. The younger Biden has filed multiple lawsuits, one of which targeted former Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani. This is, by the way, this is the red herring they keep throwing out there, which, you know, legacy media outlets that are carrying water for the Bidens. uh, They've been all too happy to focus on this as if this is the story. Like, Rudy Giuliani doesn't have anything to do with this. I understand the story about Rudy Giuliani, but this, the bank record stuff, has nothing to do with Rudy. The Laptop. The information on it, the exchange of the money, the WhatsApp messages, all of that stuff is separate. These are all standalone facts. But what Lowell is trying to do is to muddy the water and to give these legacy outlets that are just looking for a reason to dismiss this as like a local crime story or something or, you know, or disinformation. Right. That's just narrative building for the public perception. Hunter Biden has also challenged his federal indictment on three gun charges. Hey, remember those? By claiming the prosecution was pressured by Republicans, according to Politico. He also tried to subpoena former President Donald Trump earlier this month. Does this kind of sound desperate? It does. It it kind of reeks of desperation. But that's Hunter Biden. So that does make sense. Comer's oversight staff. And the House Judiciary Committee, led by Jim Jordan, are considering President Biden for impeachment, investigating whether or not he financially benefited from his son's foreign business dealings when serving in the Obama administration. Spoiler alert, he did. The question is, how much did he know? It's not even what it's not even whether he knew. It's how much did he know? And what was promised in return? (laughs)